Hello and welcome to the Millennial Ag Podcast, where agriculture is always on tap and no topic is off limits. Thanks for joining us today. Your co-hosts, Valian Likely and Catherine Lotzbeach. Welcome back to Millennial Ag listeners. We are in a brand new year. It is January 2nd and we are so excited for 2020. Uh, This episode, we have some goal planning um, ideas and thoughts to share with you, as well as um, some some of our own personal goals and goals that we have for Millennial Ag. So um, before we dive in, we're going to do a quick recap of what Val and I have been up to for the last week or two, and then we're going to dive right on in into goals for 2020. Yeah, it's been, I don't know about you, Catherine, but the last two weeks is it's been a lot of fun, but a lot of like blowing and going, and I don't know which way is up or where we're going, but feels like I'm finally kind of getting settled down and enjoying some holiday season now that Christmas is over, and it's a little cold, so pouring some hot tea and curling up by the fireplace um, has been a lot of what I've done the last couple days, and even seen quite a few cows and played with dad's new puppy, and well, I guess he's not a new puppy anymore, but keeping keeping entertained by the family that's for sure so been in sort of a lot of places my husband and I um, went to Utah for Christmas to spend it with uh, my family and we got to see my cows and what's going on on the dairies and you know all the new and exciting things that they're up to and then the day after Christmas we headed over to Nevada to see his family and we've been with them um, ever since and so um, we uh, and we 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 drove home um, at the beginning of this week. So we've been with a lot of family, had a lot of fun, um, like you say, a lot of social socialization and um, trying to stay warm too because it's been cold in both places, but there's been plenty of pets and nieces and nephews to play with and Nerf gun wars and, and you know, eating and drinking like, like you're 17 again. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start the new year and, and you're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> We're going to try to... Yep clean this up a little bit a little bit of a start over yeah it's always a always it's always nice to have new beginnings and you know there's big ones in life like at the beginning of the year but there's always the beginning of the week or the next morning or you know a new season or anything like that so I'm excited for for 2020 a new new year new month new decade um I'm excited to see what happens so speaking of the new year how did you ring it in Val well in Idaho um they have the annual potato drop. So similar to New York City where the big golden or sparkly ball drop happens, Idaho does their own version with the potato drop. So this was the first year (laughs) I got to partake in that adventure and spent um, the new year up in Boise. So that was was a lot of fun and kind of to do some traditional Idaho things that I'd never done before. So now I can check that one off my bucket list and I may or may not go back, but it was definitely fun and good to spend it with um, my brother and his fiance and then some of their friends. So it was kind of a different group of people I haven't traditionally hung out with, but it was a lot of fun and, and a great way to spend the New Year's. What did you What did you and Jimmy end up doing? So just because we've been going so much, we had an 11-hour car drive. Um, and we got home the night before New Year's Eve, but we decided to spend it just together, um, quiet, ring it in, you know, quietly and, and reflect on the year and, and what we want to accomplish. Um, and be quite honest, you know, we went to bed before, <laughs> before midnight happened. So, um, <laughs> you know, sort of an old married couple kind of a way to bring in the New Year, but it was nice and peaceful and a good way to, to start um, back on, on just regular life. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with going to bed a little bit early as, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. But. Yep, and you know how I feel about bedtime, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Catherine, kind of maybe we can start into the episode a little bit. And on this note, what what are your reflections of 2019? And what are some things you had kind of accomplished on your goals list and, and so forth? You know, 2019 was a really interesting year. Um, some things went exactly as planned. Some things came out of left field. Uh, the end of the year was um, quite unanticipated for me and my family, um, me and my husband especially. Um, and and also some some exciting things, some new things happened. So, um, you know, some some goals that I accomplished um, were I started a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> And that wasn't even a New Year's goal that we had set, but that sort of um, falls along the unanticipated goals that came along later in the year. But um, it's been a really cool journey with the podcast. We've learned a ton. I have, I feel like I've grown a lot, you know, in being able to um, handle uh, feedback and, and um, you know, sort of just feeling our way through a new experience. And, and that's been a lot of fun and really, really cool. So that's, that's one of the biggest ones that um, I think was accomplished in 2019 um, as well as starting a website and, and trying to, trying to blog more consistently. And that was one that didn't go quite as planned. Um, You know, I, I mean, building a website, number one is not my forte. That was definitely a different adventure. Um, And one that, really challenged me and as we got towards the end of the year um I had some health challenges that I was dealing with that were completely unanticipated and um didn't go as planned and so a lot of a lot of the things that I had been wanting to work on sort of fell off off kilter but um you know getting things back on track both me and my health and and the rest of my life so um 2019 was a good year it was definitely a growing year and a learning year and I'm thankful for for all of it, the ups and downs, the good and the bad, because I, I learned something um, along each part of it. So that's that's how I'm looking back on 2019. What about you? I think very similar. It's been, there's been a lot of amazing accomplishments and I've been joking with a few of my friends. If you, if you spin the emotional wheel of every emotion out there and you throw a dart, <laughs> I've probably felt that at some point this year. Um, the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the whirlwinds, um, whether it's with work and the amazing things that have been going on there. Um, it's also been frustrating um, and hard and challenging and, you know, moving really quickly and lots of traveling back and forth and trying to take care of myself and putting that on the back burner and realizing I can't do that. And so it's been, it's been an interesting one to try to reflect on because I, I think at any point this year, I have felt everything and I've done a lot, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. And starting the podcast, we had we had no anticipation of it. And I think was it February, we kind of sat down and had this wild idea we were going to do it. And then it sat, it sat for a while. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, let's make this happen. And to see it actually come come together and come our brainchild actually be put to, to good use and see what's happening and kind of just letting it go with the flow. I'm such a planner that it was a really good year of just, just trusting the process, knowing that whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to work hard, 
but I'm going to kind of let the process evolve and not force anything was a huge, I think my biggest accomplishment this year. That's 2019 in a nutshell. And I, I I still want to sit down and go through, you know, my journals and stuff and just see, see how everything actually panned out. Cause there's stuff in the beginning of the year that right now my mind's going blank on because I've been so in the last two or three months of everything that the first few months sometimes gets left behind. And I think, I think we can't do that. And I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that we give the first 2019 just as much credit as the last of 2019. So I think it's been a great year, a great learning year, and I can't wait for 2020. How, when you sat down to write your 2019 goals and you thought about 2019 goals, how did you set your goals, Catherine? So I am a hardcore product of FFA and um, Future Farmers of America. And one thing that they just really beat into us, no matter where you're at in your FFA journey, I, I learned this when I was a freshman and I learned it when I was a national FFA officer candidate, um, or, you know, reiterated it was, was to set SMART goals. And um, SMART goals, that it, it's an acronym and the S stands for specific, M is for measurable, A is for attainable, R is for realistic, and T is for time bound. And so it 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 helps you um, lay out your goal and the steps that it will take to achieve it. And, and it holds you, it, it really helps hold you accountable um, instead of just saying, oh, you know, I want to lose weight this year, um, you know, setting down wh- how, how much specifically, you know, how are you going to measure that? How are you going to attain it? Is it realistic what your goal is and, and what's the time frame set around it? So um, that's, how, that's how I start my goal setting process. Um, what about you? I think it's very similar, um, kind of a family tradition. I don't know if it's a tradition or just something that's been um, beaten into me a little bit by my family is by the first of every year, mom um, used to make us sit down and write our goals. And we didn't really have maybe the SMART acronym, but they had to be um, they had to be kind of in those bounds. We had to be able to measure them. We had to have a time frame, and we had ones that were something we'd accomplish this year and something we want to, you know, shoot for the stars in five or 10 years. And, and it's been interesting kind of over the last few years since I've graduated from school to, to revisit and really be um, specific on those goals. Because when you're in school, it's so easy. I want to get through my sophomore year of school with this grade and make this many friends and do this. And when you actually get out of life and you're like, or out of school and into kind of the real life, there's not, somebody's not holding your hand through those goals and you actually have to sit down and make those goals. And so something that I've really learned lately is I really tried to focus on some of my like personal and spiritual goals too, because I get really goal driven, um, almost to a fault professionally. And that takes away from my friendships or, my personal life or some of my spiritual practices and reading my Bible and stuff like that. So I've really tried to switch my mindset a little bit towards some of the things that aren't so cut and dry, if that makes sense. That does make sense. And I really, I mean, I have to say, I really appreciate your family's approach to, to setting goals every year. And it sounds like you started at the beginning of the year. And I think this would be a perfect place to, um, you know, 
measure out the difference between goals and resolutions. You know, you always hear on the news and on social media and friends and everybody's always talking about New Year's resolutions. Um, but you have been talking about goals and um, listeners, before we started this podcast, we, 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 wanted to, we wanted to know what the difference in definitions was. So, um, and I think it fits in just perfectly. So um, resolutions tend to be all or nothing or black and white. We usually focus on what we don't want to do rather than what we do want to do. And we don't usually plan out how to sustain that resolution for a whole year. Um, you know, and that might play into how come it's like 8% or something, I think, of people who actually keep their New Year's resolutions. Um, so goals, on the other hand, um, that it's, you know, you have to dedicate time and effort towards setting and evaluating your goals and think of what you could accomplish. And I think that SMART acronym, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, um, really, really lays out that difference between resolutions and goals. So here at Millennial Ag, we're all about goals. <laughs> well, and I think kind of reflecting <laughs> back on the beginning of 2019, when you and I set out to do the whole 30, and I, that was kind of a resolution and it was kind of a goal and we got through the 30 days and I don't know how many times in June and July, you and I both kept saying, I wish we could kind of go back to the whole 30 way of thinking. And it was kind of funny how, you know, as we're actually looking at the definitions, how yeah, we were time, the whole 30 might have been a, a smart one month goal, but it wasn't how we can make it through the rest of the year meeting our our expectations. So it's kind of, you know, reflecting on a little bit of some of our resolutions versus some of the goals we set back then too. Yeah, I agree. And I think another part of it too is that goals, I think, um, demand that you change your identity, whereas resolutions, you know, you're trying to change a symptom of a problem or something like that. Um, and I mean, goals, you know, you have to, I think to meet them and truly change things in your life, it's, it's a lot like habits and, and changing your identity um, so that you are consistently that person who reaches, reaches what you're, what you're striving for or, or goes along on that journey, you know, and not just always looking at the end result. Um, which I think is what resolutions tend to focus on more. So, yeah, no, I totally uh, agree. And it's, I think it's good to just bring light kind of to the difference and how to make, make life changes. Or if you, if you are happy where you're at, how we can just maintain that, that balance throughout the year, throughout the next four or five years, depending on what, what your goal for life or work or whatever is. Um, yeah, I agree. And a couple of small things besides, besides how to set goals, um, you know, there's lots of literature and research on, on um, making them stick. So I think one big thing for me is you need to be able to include adjustments on your goal. You know, you don't necessarily have to change your goal, but the way that you get there. And that's something that I always have a tough time with. You know, I, I've laid out my path and that's how I'm going to go. And when things need to change, um, you know, I, I, I have a, I have a hard time with that. And so um, including adjustments in your plan or, or being able to plan for adjustments, I think is very important as well as writing it down, like actually physically writing it down, ink it down on paper and then share it with somebody, you know, telling someone or putting it on social media or getting an accountability partner. Um, I know for me, like, you know, in the summertime when you and I were working out during the during our lunch hour outside, um, the fact that I had told you and asked you to be my accountability partner 
that dragged me out of the office every single day because if I hadn't told you or told anyone, you know, it'd be just way too easy to sit at my desk and play on my phone for that lunch hour. But um, sharing it with someone definitely made a huge difference. So, well, and having having it written down, you can look at it whether it's daily, monthly, or annually, and seeing okay, this is where I'm headed. This is what I want to do, and then having somebody to check in with you or drag you along, you know, just, just verbally telling you, I'm going to do this mat many workouts, or I'm showing up to the gym with this many people in the mornings that gets me out of bed to go do it. Or we're going to, we're going to start a podcast and we're going to do it weekly and just showing up and having each other. Well, maybe it, there's times it could have been easier to do it by ourselves or, you know, like crank out an episode real quickly, having somebody there to say, nope, we're going to make this episode go, or we're just going to wing it this week, but we'll make it happen. And just having, having you listeners as an accountability partner, but also having each other as accountability partner, I think has made, made this podcast possible for the both of us too. I totally agree a hundred percent. I mean, the accountability of you to me and me to you, and then, and then to our listeners, um, you know, people texting us or direct messaging us saying, Hey, we can't wait for your next episode. We're really looking forward to next week. Thursday's our favorite day of the week. Um, you know, like we're, we are accountable. And like you say, some episodes have, have been a little, you know, we, we won it a little, we won it, we it <laughs> a little bit. Um, and you know, other times we haven't been quite sure what we're doing, but we're feeling our way through it. Here we are at episode 18. Um, we're continuing to do this. We're continuing to learn and continuing to grow. And so, um, that, that accountability factor and that responsibility to somebody else really, really does. I mean, I, you know, for me, the, the podcast has been, has really opened my eyes to the benefit of, of accountability partners. Moving on, I think let's talk a little bit about our own goals for this year. Um, listeners, we, we want to share um, goals for Millennial Ag. And then we also have, speaking of accountability partners, we also want to share um, one each of our own personal goals with you for this year and, and keep you up to date on it throughout the year. So um, Val, do you want to talk about what we've got in mind for, for Millennial Ag this year? Yes, I think we're going to, our big goal is just to continue to air weekly episodes um, the entire year. Um, and our goal is to up our listeners and downloads every week. Currently, um, we've probably been averaging about 100 listeners. And I think if we're going to make it measurable, our goal is to get up to 200 listeners. So I think doing more market research on how we can market, how to engage you listeners more, and how to provide content that's um, maybe gets you thinking, but also challenges your own thoughts, challenges our own thoughts, and kind of just keep the ball rolling. I think that's, that's what my goal for millennial ag 2020 is. Catherine, what about you? Do you have anything in addition to that or just want to build off that a little bit? Yeah. So same, I'm growing our audience and I think, you know, growing to 200 is a great place to start. Um, agricultural podcasts are, are typically lower in listenership just because ag is such a small part of society in the United States, but definitely room for us to grow and um, looking forward to growing our audience beyond just family and friends. We absolutely love you guys and we need you. We are totally dependent on you um, both for both for your for your listenership and for your incredible feedback and encouragement. But we'd like to grow to, um, you know, to 
to people who who don't necessarily know us um, very well and and get them thinking and growing in their own agricultural worlds and communities as well. So growing our audience, um, both by numbers and by uh, demographics. I think that's a great addition and, and hold, having you listeners as an accountability partner for us too and, and providing feedback when you're like, I think you need to add more of this or the way you approach this, I think you could do this better. Um, so we're asking you listeners to be our accountability partner on, on growing that number and on marketing and feedback and so forth. And if there's something that you love, tell us. And you guys are really good at doing that. But also when there's something that maybe strikes you as a little bit like the wrong note or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like like something if it strikes you as is weird or or different and you don't think it's quite in alignment with our mission, tell us that too because um, you know, we we can't know unless you tell us. And so we rely on on um, that kind of feedback as well. And um, I don't think it's, you know, you don't have to call it negative feedback. It's more just, just growth feedback and where we can improve and what, what our opportunities are. So those are our goals for, for Millennial Ag. And one thing that Val and I want to do when we sat down to plan out this episode was to was to ask our Millennial Ag listeners to also be our accountability partners for some personal goals. We're going to air maybe a special bonus episode every month, just kind of giving you an update on where we're at and what we've accomplished, what hasn't gone so well on our personal goals. Um, So Catherine, what's the one goal you want Millennial Ag to hold you accountable for this year? So this one, it might sound like a really simple goal to a lot of people. And I guess it is relatively simple, but for me, it's crammed with a lot of emotional baggage and uh, and just history of not not doing things like this. And so my goal for 2020 is to run a 5K. Um, and, you know, maybe I'll run more than one, but the first goal is to run a 5K. And I only took up running just a couple months ago. Um, I don't go very far and I don't go very fast, but um, it's become clear in my life that the exercise both for my physical health and for my mental health is an important thing. And so running a 5k um, will help me continue to run. You know, I have a goal to work towards to train every day. Um, And also it telling you guys out there, I mean, I have never been a runner. You can ask any of my friends and family. They're all shocked that I've run as much as I have (laughs) in the last month or so. Um, But, you know, working on changing that part of my identity where I, I am a person who, who moves and um, is, an, is intentional about, about getting movement and exercise in every day. So running a 5K um, in 2020 is what my, one of my personal goals is that I would ask Millennial Ag to keep me accountable for this year. Oh, that's awesome. And maybe we can, we can do a Facebook Live at that event um, as well to show, show your progress. And I might even join you at that event as well. <laughs> That would be fun. That would be fun. And how about you? I think my, um, my goal that I want millennial ag to hold me accountable to is, um, I want to set aside three hours a week. Um, it can be spread out through the week, but where I turn off my cell phone and I'm intentional on self-care, whether it's journaling or reading a book or just updating my calendar and planning, actually being still by myself with my phone off for three hours a week. I'm really good at movement. I'm really good at 
being busy and getting things accomplished and checking my to-do list, but I'm not very good at self-care and sitting down and being intentional about turning the cell phone off. So my goal is three hours a week. Um, I'm figuring out how I can actually document that <laughs> and hold myself <laughs> accountable for that. Um, but putting, and maybe, maybe it is putting those three hours on my to-do list every week so that I make sure that I am taking care of myself and just learning to love alone time and time with my book and with Jesus and, and not moving because I, like my self care has been running or working out, which I can plan to continue to do um, a lot of in 2020, but I'm also want to appreciate some stillness and some quiet time. So that, that's my goal for 2020. I really appreciate that. Val. I think that's, um, you know, I, I'm just listening to both of our goals and thinking they may sound like quieter goals or, you know, they aren't, they aren't big and flashy and in and, and lights and things like that. But these are the sorts of things in life that I've learned over the last year or two that, that are important to focus on, um, you know, to instill those kinds of values and habits and characteristics in ourselves so that we can shine big when the time comes. Well, and I think the way 2019 has wrapped up and the way 2020 has um, kicked off, um, I think there's going to be lots of opportunities, Catherine, for some fun things and for some growth and some some stretching and for us to to accomplish what our our long term goals are, whether it's professionally or personally or with this podcast. And I think you know finding those those other things in life that um, are very valuable to us are good goals to write down and good goals to have other people hold us accountable to because. Life's more than just our checklists and our to-do lists. It really is. It really is. And that's, <laughs> again, that's something that I have certainly learned in the last year. And I'm glad that you brought that up. And I, for one, am really, really looking forward to a clean slate and to being able to start over and and kick off the year the right way with you, with my husband, with work, uh, with friends and family with life, you know, getting, getting after it the right way and just embracing it, arms wide open, running towards it. Um, at least at the pace of a 5k. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it doesn't matter how fast you go. Um, but the distance and the goal that you have set is, is all that matters and just figuring out how, how it works for you. Um, cause it look, it will look different than the way I accomplished my first 5k. So, right. Exactly. So listeners, before we wrap up, what are your goals? What are you wanting to accomplish this year? Have you sat down and thought about them? Have you written them down? Do you need an accountability partner? If you do, use us. Millennial Ag would be more than happy to, to be your person that you talk to about your goals. Tell us in the comments. Leave us notes. Send us emails. You know where to find us by now. Um, we want to hear about your goals as well because listening to others is always inspiring. Yes, we look forward to hearing your goals for 2020 and Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Millennial Ag Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us, provide feedback, and submit your questions. Our email address is Catherine at MillennialAg.com. That is K Catherine with a K, A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. And please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Also, rate us on your favorite podcast platform.